Welcome to the Vile Dawn podcast for Wednesday, May 27th. Stocks are extending their gains again. So the S&P futures are up about 28 points. That is about 95 basis points. That takes the futures to 3022. The major European indices are rallying 60 to 120 basis points, depending on the index. And the composition of the European rally is very similar to what you saw in the US yesterday, where the cyclical groups are very much outperforming. So autos and banks in particular are up 4% each. Um, and you're seeing some weakness in tech and then healthcare as investors kind of cycle out of growth and momentum. Although, keep in mind, there are really not a lot of pure um, large cap growth stocks in Europe. So Europe is very much a cyclical, um, you know, cyclical uh, weighted market. Uh, Asia was a little bit more mixed, but in general, there were gains in Asia as well. So, um, you know, you come in this morning, you look at the price action, and then you try to figure out why it's very difficult to there really was not any incremental macro news out in the last 24 hours. A lot of the headlines are citing the same things that have been powering stocks since March, specifically for today, reopening and stimulus. So the European Commission today is outlining its stimulus plan. So it's actually crossing the tape right now, um, about 750 billion euros. This includes a 500 billion um, recovery fund and then a 250 billion um, lending facility. So you know this is this has been on the calendar for weeks. This event, um, at least for the last week, this has been in the press essentially every day that this event, this catalyst was coming today. Remember Merkel and Macron last week. Um, it was it was big news when they came together and agreed to this 500 billion recovery fund, which in theory, if it is approved and it is not approved yet, it has to be approved unanimously by all the European countries. If it is approved, it will borrow money on behalf of the EU and then issue grants to various different states. So. Um, this was a, a you know certainly an important development that Mac, uh, that Merkel backed it. So the European Commission today is essentially is outlining what Macron and Merkel last week um, you know formally announced. So it does not strike me as being new news at all, but nevertheless it is feeding into the whole stimulus theme. And then remember Monday we learned that Japan was considering this um, you know second round of fiscal stimulus that would take the aggregate coronavirus fiscal stimulus package to about 40% of GDP. So Japan today will formally unveil that. So you're seeing a lot of kind of recycled stimulus news today that's helping to propel stocks higher. Um, additional, you know, if you also in Europe, next week is the ECB meeting on the 4th on Thursday. Um, again, this has been in the press now for a couple of weeks, at least you, you're getting a lot of hints from ECB officials that they're going to increase this PEPP fund, which is the coronavirus specific bond buying fund. Um, right now, the size of it is 750 billion euros. They're going to increase it by 500 billion euros next week. So stimulus is a big factor. But again, if you, all the stimulus news um, has been in the media for at least the last 72 hours, if not much more in the case of Europe. So hard to really kind of cite that as a catalyst, but it certainly is helping. Um, you know, reopening too. Again, the whole world is reopening. Every country, every government, every city, state. Um, every company is reopening, so you're having now a, a you know a slew of announcements um, in the U.S. You know you have New York City p- beginning to the, to have a gradual reopening in June. Disney today will present to Florida regulators its plan to reopen Disney World. The NHL became the first major sports league to kind of formally and definitively announce plans to reopen. All of the leagues are are um, flirting with reopening plans, but the NHL is, looks to be the only one that actually has a formal um, you know. Uh, blueprint in place to proceed with uh, a season. So there's going to be a playoff, 2014 playoff in two hub cities that will kind of wrap up in the fall for the NHL. So, and there are a bunch of other um, examples too of various different reopening 
announcements. So um, that's that's kind of it as far as macro news is concerned. Again, you know, I think all of these drivers of the rally certainly lit a spark back in March where you start to see them emerge. So stimulus reopening, positive linearity, um, you know, obviously optimism around drugs and vaccines. They all helped initially, but, you know, I think at this stage of the market, um, you know, you're clearly kind of moving beyond fundamentals. So a lot of non-fundamental factors at work, whether it's technical gain, CTA flows, positioning, multiple expansion, et cetera, it doesn't make the gains any less real, but it, you know, you're not really, it's hard to really kind of come in every morning and cite the same thing for the, for the expansion and the rally. Um, you know, my, my criticism continues to co- continues to come back to the market is already pricing in a fully recovered earnings stream for 2021. And it's already placing a very elevated multiple on that earnings stream. So, you know, I know markets are chasing each discrete reopening announcement and and each discrete stimulus announcement. But again, it's already pricing everything in. And it's also pricing in some type of a medical breakthrough, too, because it's hard to envision a fully recovered economy without some type of either a very powerful prophylactic or some type of a vaccine. Um, You know, so... You know, again, I get, I get. There is a lot of momentum in the market. It's very hard to kind of step in front of it and fight it. Um, but if you kind of just again survey the fundamental landscape and actual new incremental fresh news flow, um, you know, you are very much kind of moving away from uh, underlying fundamentals. Um, you know, so again, the consensus for next year is about depending on you know 160 to 165. The S&P earned 163 in 2019. So next year, you're already assuming a fully recovered earnings number. And again, I think the risk that 163, call it, um, you know, there certainly are not very many upside risks to that figure. If anything, there are downside risks, um, you know, despite reopening and despite some signs of a normalization of activity, you're still well below pre-coronavirus levels. Um, you know, you have an enormous amount of fiscal stimulus, especially in the U.S. right now, that is that risk of kind of running off, um, you know, especially some of these expanded federal unemployment benefits right now. So, and this is something... If you go back to yesterday, Jamie spoke at Jamie Diamond spoke at the Deutsche Bank conference. Um, I have a summary on the website of what he said, um, but he essentially said, you know, if you look at the all of the fiscal stimulus that has been poured onto the economy since the coronavirus, you have you know majority of people are earning more money now than they were before, um, and so as that starts to kind of cycle off, you know, you're probably going to see a, a greater economic impact down the road over the coming quarters and months um, than you didn't initially right at, you know, right in the um, heart of the coronavirus crisis in late March and early April. Um, you know, so I, I outline everything, you know, nothing new again, as far as my critiques of the market and the tape and the rally. Um, you know, again, the, the gains obviously are very real, but it's, it's kind of hard to come in each morning and just cite new incremental fundamental drivers of it. Um, on the calendar for today, conference presentations, I think will be very much in focus. You saw it yesterday. Again, I think, um, you know, just going back to that Jamie Diamond presentation, he made one comment on banks very specifically. That was, you know, an important positive where he said, you're going to see another quarter of large reserve builds in Q2 for the banks, but you may not see any more beyond that. Um, and that's really, I think kind of one of the biggest overhangs on that industry, as far as how much the provisions are going to have to stay very elevated over the coming quarters. If you are going to see provisions, um, you know, move back to uh, to match net char- net charge offs, you're not going to see any more reserve builds in Q- Q3 and beyond. That's obviously going to be a very powerful catalyst for the industry. So conference presentations, very much in focus. Um, you have you have a bunch of earnings. Ralph Lauren is the highlight this morning. And then after the close, you have a lot of tech stocks, as along with um, Toll Brothers and housing. 
There is a key decision in Canada today on this Huawei CFO extradition case. Um, you know, and then you are going to have these stimulus announcements. So the European one is kind of crossing the wires as we speak. Again, this has been in the press for the last week, but you know, it is it is certainly having an effect um, on markets today. And then Japan also will unveil um, again that second kind of round of fiscal stimulus. So that is everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>